Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Morning, happy Monday, Money Monday. So I've got uh, some topics. I've got five steps I want to talk about on how to make it happen, how to get things done, 
um, how to get out of a funk, right? A lot of us sometimes will feel overwhelmed, right? In our, our jobs, our careers, our lives. And this is specifically around, you know, how to just make it happen, right? How to create momentum, how to get things done um, that otherwise seem daunting. And, you know, this, this should apply to, you know, 95%, maybe 98% of uh, people out there. You know, if you're a brain surgeon listening, this, you know, some of these tactics may not be appropriate, but, you know, hopefully everybody will, will gather something from this. All right, so how to make it happen. Step one, idea to plan and then plan to action, right? Idea to plan and then plan to action. And what I mean by that is so many of us will, will come up with an idea and then we start with the idea and we just start thinking about all the things. And typically it becomes overwhelming, right? I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. Um, we don't have the resources to do that right now. Um, you know, Joe, we need Joe and Joe's on vacation or whatever the thing is, we start to overwhelm ourselves and that idea dissipates, right? And, and typically it doesn't get executed. And so how to make it happen in step one idea to plan is you just literally go from the idea to the plan, right? To the how you're going to execute it, not worrying about how it's going to get it done, but how you're going to get it executed. And what I mean by that is the, the plan itself, right? What are the steps, right? Remove, remove the barriers and thinkings of, well, I need Joe and Joe's on vacation. Don't put that into a plan. A plan is, is what is required to get the idea done. And people so often try to build plans based on the current realities of, you know, trying to put in people and time and, and resources they currently have, just build the plan, right? Because by building the plan to how it needs to be built, that will give you the most highest probability you actually be able to execute the idea. And then you can start to backfill against that plan, right? So really important idea to plan and remove the, you know, specifics of the people, right? You just need the, the general plan, right? And then now you take that plan to action, right? And plan to action is do as much as possible that can get done. So if you can assimilate now the people you can start to put into, um, you know, names against, you know, tactical items or, or action items and just start executing as much as possible, right? Immediately. And don't worry about perfection, worry about completion. That's a big thing. Again, if it's brain surgery, probably not applicable, but almost everything else is don't worry about perfection, worry about completion. Because by completing 30%, 40%, 20%, 10%, whatever you can against that plan, you've now created momentum. And in that momentum gives you a higher probability to actually finish, right? When you start completing something, even if it's not perfect, but it starts to become complete, you have a higher ability of finishing it, right? I mean, think about um, a workout. I mean, something as simple as, you know, I got up this morning and super hot. I'm in Texas and my wife and I were like, oh, God, we, we want to go on our, our three mile walk. And, you know, we said, yeah, let's, let's, let's go. And then, you know, we started, you know, 10 minutes into it. Right. And we felt good. 
and then we we're able to complete it, right? And so the same is, is in the idea, in the plan, and then starting to complete stuff, right? So do as much as possible. Don't worry about it being perfect. Worry about being complete. A great example of that is let's say that you're building some marketing material and you call your team in and you need copy. Instead of saying, oh, well, we need to write this section of copy. We need, you know, Sarah on this or, you know, let's, let's put a pin in this and come back to it because we need more time to think about it and we need Sarah. Don't just write the copy. Even if you're not a good copywriter, somebody write the copy because guess what? Now you've completed it. And, and who knows? Maybe it's really good. And or if you need to include Sarah, now Sarah's just revising it, then trying to have to write it, and you didn't have to wait two or three days, and now that section of the plan is done. So, so important, right? Do as much as possible with the resources you currently have, and don't worry about perfect, worry about complete. The third step, <clears throat> once you've completed all you can complete of the plan, of the idea, then you need to flesh out the remaining action items and get real granular, right? This is where I would really spend time here now. The details do matter, right? The who's going to do it, what are they going to do, and, and when can they have it done by? This is this is the second part where, where ideas fail. Because if you now have completed as much as you can, you've created momentum, now it's about organization. Now it's about fleshing out remaining action items, getting granular, really spending the time here, right? Orchestrating the nuances left of the things you can't complete in the plan where the details matter of who's going to do it, what are they going to do, and when is it going to be required to be completed? Okay, so that's step three. Once you have that done, now you need to set up the working sessions to get these things done, right? Working sessions, not meetings. I hate meetings. Meetings are pointless, right? A working session. What is a working session? A working session is where there's a clear leader who's providing an in-advanced agenda. In that agenda, they they have, you know, they must, they're requiring you to have things done prior to the working session, right? That's so important. Why, why do meetings typically fail is because you're having a meeting to have a meeting to talk about something you don't have or that you're going to have a, a certain point in, in the future. If you create a working session, you have a clear agenda, you have clear owners, you have clear roles, and you're requiring the people that are attending the meeting to, to come prepared with you know data requirements or certain things or, or certain tools or skill sets that they're going to need in the working session to help work, it becomes much more effective. Right, and you must have a goal of that working session, right? We are going to tackle this section of the plan and the reason you're in this meeting is because you're critical of the who, what, and when we need to get this done. And this is when I need you to have this working session. This is what I need you to have prepared. You need to have these things in order for us to make decisions as a team or whatever it is. And the goal of this working session is X and here are the sub goals of all the attendees in order to hit the broader goal of the working session. Super important, right? Now, what happens in this working session, right? We're actually working, right? We're actually getting things done on the plan versus having a meeting and talking about the plan and more than likely all the potential things that the reasons why we can't complete the plan. Okay, so, so what we've created here is we've gone from idea 
to plan, plan to action. And the action is doing as much as possible to create momentum, not to worry about if it's perfect, but more worry about did we complete something? We now have momentum. We now have a sense of purpose and we now know what's left. We flesh out the remaining things left. We get very granular. We spend time, who, what, when, how these things are going to be completed. And now we've created our working session with the people we need in order to finish what needs to be done. Now, it may be one working session. It could be 10, it could be 20, it could be 30, it could be 100. It just depends on the idea you're trying to execute. But the concept and the rhythm of it, of it and the organization of it and the output of it allows you to make things happen, right? You're actually now leaving that working session with X percent completed more of the plan. And even in the plan again, in this working session, you know, you're always striving for perfect, but you're really striving for complete because now you maybe went from 10% complete of the project to this working session. Maybe you're 40% complete, right? Which has now created even more momentum and it's got more people excited and the finish line definitely seems attainable. you got to remove emotion, right? When you're in these, in these working sessions, you've got to remove emotions and make things black and white, right? There's no room for I or we can't. And what I mean by that is it, it should be very clear in these working sessions, the goal, why the person's been uh, included in it, um, what requirements are needed to be successful. And you just can't have the negative attitude of we can't do it. You know, I can't, this, this isn't possible, right? This, this, we can't complete this, right? You know, you've got to recondition their brain of we are going to complete it, even if it's not perfect, right? And at the end of those working sessions and the move forward with these plans, everything has to be measured as a did or didn't. And if we're not measuring that as a did or didn't, we're not making progress, right? And, and how you build these working sessions out, it should be really clear, you know, using the example of, of the, the landing page for, for copy, you know, did we complete this section of copy? Yes or no, right? Did, did we find, you know, did we film the video today and have it ready to put on the website? Yes or no, or whatever it is, it's always a did or a didn't. And, and ideas get destroyed when we don't, right? And it's so easy in a meeting and it's so easy in a working session to, to not finish, right? Whether it's, oh, we, we, you know, we just need more information. We'll, we'll, I, I promise we'll come back to this. Or, oh, you know, we, um, we really need the Sally in here and, you know, we're just not comfortable. We just can't do it. We, we can't do that section without her. And it just starts to destroy the idea. I promise you there's so much power in completing, even if it's not perfect. I promise you there's so much power in, in, in accomplishing things, right? In creating momentum. And I'm here to tell you that's, that's how you start to make things happen, right? And it's real easy, right? And then what happens is all the things maybe that need to be perfect that aren't, well, that comes back behind with one more working session and it gets, it, it gets taken care of, right? But you actually have a shot now at completing the idea. And then once this is done, you launch it, right? You, you celebrate, right? You make sure you're constantly celebrating because you've, 
you and the team have accomplished something, you refine, right? That maybe it's not, you know, the how to strive to get it perfect. And then you repeat the process, right? You, you tackle the next thing, the next idea, the next project, and you repeat it and you continue to create this momentum. And that momentum turns into just a constant force of, of success and it becomes habitual on how you tackle things, right? Whether they're ideas, whether they're projects, whether they're personal um, achievements, but, but this type of, of uh, action um, becomes powerful. So I'm gonna open it up to any questions or ideas um, around, you know, somebody's, anybody's been stuck on how to make something happen or they've been sitting on something or they, they have stress and anxiety because, you know, they just think something's too daunting or every time they try to get something done, there's too many roadblocks or barriers. So hopefully some of this helped and it can open it up for any questions around if it, it didn't or if somebody has a, a specific specific case they want to talk about. Hey, Judge, I do. Um, I definitely was reminded. Uh, thank you so much for um, what you're bringing up because I junior high school, to all of us, she said there's two things. It's done and not done. It's real, real simple. Hey, listeners. If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Like, you either do it or you don't do it. And I find myself struggling with completion whenever I get distractions. Like, and I'm not talking about like just ordinary distractions. It's like distractions that need to be addressed, but maybe it doesn't need to be addressed right then. How do you, I guess, is there a strategy or a tip that you would give me that to, to kind of get myself back into that mental spot of what I was working on when it's family specifically? Yeah, totally. Um, and, and some things are just unfortunate or unavoidable, right? But, you know, how, how I, I try to do it, and it's tough because we're in this constant availability state, right? We're in this stimulation state, right? We've got laptops, we've got phones, we've got tablets, we've got, you know, uh, devices that we can talk to and talk to us. So we're constantly having to try to find time with no distractions. And so what I try to typically do on which is is a working session is an example is, you know, try to anticipate everything you can, right? So whether it's family or whatever, you, you have to anticipate what's going to happen or what environment you need to put yourself into or who you all need to communicate to prior um, to, to getting into your headspace, right? And so uh, you also have to have the discipline to understand that you know, I've, I've got to turn my phone off. I've got to turn these things off. I've got to communicate to, to my spouse, my, my uh, uh, kids, whoever that, hey, you know, during this time on this date, I can't be bothered, right? Unless it's, you know, just absolutely critical, you know, it needs to go to this person that that person can handle it comes to me and you give enough advance um, to those people. So you're, you're prepared for it, right? But there's a lot of power in, 
in focus. And right now, focus is is really hard to do. And so what I would just you know challenge everybody on this when you're doing anything is back to the step I said about fleshing out the remaining actions and getting granular. You've got to be in the right headspace to even do that because that's hard work that, that takes no distractions of really figuring out what needs to be accomplished. And then at that point, you've got to carve out the time and the place that you're going to have the, the best opportunity to be successful at. And you've got to block out all those distractions and you've got to have enough discipline to be able to, to turn your phone off, to not look at social, to, you know, maybe skip something that they usually do in order to do that. You know, I, I talk a lot about um, motivation is great, but motivation only lasts so long, right? It's discipline. Discipline gets the results, right? Discipline is the the day in, day out process, procedure, you know, all the things that, that you know, aren't fun, they get the result. And so, I think you know, to sum that up, I would say a lot of it's discipline. Hope that helped. Any anybody else? Anybody struggling with how to make something happen, how to get things done? Thank you, Graham. I just wanted to say that. Um, I'm sorry, Judge Graham. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I'm also um, pasting up in the uh, the pin. See, update link. Hold on. Okay. Um, my uh, course up there it's a free gift to you guys it's uh it's about eight hours of video content it goes through explaining um how i built and scaled and, and exited uh nine figure and it has the whole framework and it's free to anybody that wants to grab that and try to better themselves or you know grab one piece of 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 content that makes you better i think today's on mute question. good morning judge uh and good morning everybody but uh Judge Graham, I have a question. This is Jamie Thor, and we have spoken <clears throat> or uh, interacted before uh, in some of these rooms. First of all and foremost, thank you, <clears throat> not just you, but also David, but thank you also for, you know, the strong and steady, calm, you know, leadership. Um, I myself <clears throat> have been studying leadership since probably age 18. I'm 50. And, um, you know, because of life and a lot of, I'm going to say like explosions and things, you know, I'm finding myself like I'm right now, I would not say I'm at ground zero because ground zero for me was in 2018 when my husband died by suicide. And I was, you know, on the ground next to him kneeling and my son and I were just staring at each other. But the, <clears throat> the point is, is I'm in recovery and um, I just met a huge milestone yesterday. Um, or Saturday, my youngest graduated from high school <clears throat> and um, we had the party and everything. And I have been incredibly engaged, involved in, in pouring into the lives of my kids, but not, I don't believe as a helicopter mama, right? I mean, a lot of times I'm like, figure it out. You're gonna have to do this. That being said, my uh, professional life is lackluster to say the least. Um, I have 20 some years of HR experience, about three years in financial services and, you know, back into HR. So right now I have two interviews coming up <clears throat> with uh, companies, but, but candidly, um, the corporate space is not attractive to me. 
I've done multiple business plans and, and tried, uh, sorry for using the try, no here, and then the mindset rooms, we don't use that word, but I have written up business plans and or started, but never had any teeth in traction. And so, you know, <clears throat> right now, <clears throat> you know, if I'm going to paint the ugly picture, you know, I'm without a job you know, but I'm employable, uh, you know, my kid just graduated, so I'm mo mobile, blah, blah, blah. I don't have any, you know, uh, romantic or sticky relationships that are keeping me where I'm at so I could sell my house. So I have a lot of things to sort of center, figure out and move forward. What would you recommend as far as hire a coach? Uh, what would you say for somebody in my, <clears throat> excuse me, particular uh, unique, but you know, everybody goes through stuff situation. So adversity, yes, not a broken spirit. Yeah, no, um, lot, lot to, to unpack there. And I'm and so sorry, you know, for your, your loss, I would, um, you know, a coach could be potentially great, but I mean, I think the, the exercise that, that you could do on your own, you could do it today, right? I mean, take, take the concept of taking out, you know, action and making it happen today is, you know, I would go find some headspace and, and, and really get no distractions. And I would build out what I call your end game, right? You said that you're 50 and, and, you know, you've kind of framed up where you are in your life. And what I would map out is, you know, what do you want? Why do you want it? And when do you want it? And literally just take those three columns. What do you want? Why do you want it? And when do you want it? And really spend some time there in those three columns and, you know, try to not do comparisons, right? Because people's um, perception of happiness right now with social is, is typically in a comparison, but it should be your version, right? This is your end game. And this end game is what you want, why you want it, and when do you want it? And once you really get real with that, then it'll, everything should, should open up for you. And what I mean by that is, you know, should you pursue a corporate job? Do you want to be, take a risk as an entrepreneur? Is there an opportunity to be an entrepreneur? But right now it seems like until you get your foundation and specifically in those areas, it's tough to make the next move. And so often all of us don't know what the right next move is. And so we stay in a state of non progressive movement and it becomes debilitating at some point. And so I would just challenge you today to get out of that state and build your end game. Excellent. <clears throat> Thank you so, so much. It's totally resonating with me, aligned with where my thought process is. And, um, you know, I know that I'm really blessed with a tremendous undiscovered uh, network of people. And I'm super grateful for, you know, for Clubhouse and, and really what it's offering. But uh, yeah, thank you so much. I thank you. Thank you for your comment. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Judge, you got a, a chat question. Okay, cool. Francisco, uh, Francisco Murillo says, what's the best way to create discipline? It sounds like he's trying to just get started on the discipline train. Yeah, I think the, the best way to create discipline is you know a lot of people call it your you know your why but whatever your goal is i mean discipline happens to me when there's 
something that you're striving for to, to, to win, right? A, a carrot, a reward, an outcome, right? So I'll take the, the most simple example. You know, let's say that um, you go to the doctor and, and the doctor says, you know, you've got to lose 50 pounds or, you know, you're going to die in, in two years. Well, that motivation is going to force you to create a plan. And that plan, if you care about living, is going to force and create discipline. And so I would say, you know, discipline is built when there's no plan B, right? I, I live by the concept of burn the ships, right? When you burn the ships, you're committed to the island. When you're committed to the island, you've got one or two choices. You're either going to live or you're going to die on that island, e either one. You know, well, at some point you're going to die, but you want to live longer than, than dying quickly on the island. So um, that's how that's how I create discipline, right? I mean, <clears throat> in my darkest times of business, you know, my second company failed. I was personally bankrupt. Um, you know, I had a, a newborn and I had a baby on the way my desire to win and get my family out of that situation forced me into a discipline I never thought I could have. And so I never want people to have to have those scenarios, right? You're, you're, you're at a rock bottom or, you know, if you don't change something, you could, you could potentially die. But I think finding and gravitating towards something that's that important to you helps you clearly map back a plan, which then you can execute against discipline. So, man, I would go, I'd go strive to, to go get what your, your what is, right? Because if it's not strong enough, the why you're going after it, then the discipline's never going to follow. But I promise you, if it's strong enough that it really matters, then discipline becomes easier. Hopefully that helped. All right, we got a we got a couple couple minutes left. Does anybody have any any questions around how to get out of a stuck place, making things happen, um, or discipline? If I may, this is Jamie again. If 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 since the mic has been quiet, if I may. Sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Um. So. Um, I really, I took copious notes, but I'm already moving. I mean, I've been, I'm kind of a mover and a shaker. So I took copious notes, but I'm actually cleaning up from the weekend. So forgive me here, but, um, what I'm hearing, I'm just want to go back to what you said. And, and this isn't something that I do. I don't go on vacation by myself. I don't like take a retreat and take time for myself. But do you think just based on, you know, again, piggybacking off of my my situation here judge um do you think travel uh in your experience in far in so far as centering yourself when you're about to um you know uh, figure out a huge professional move not you know because it's all integrated right you were just speaking about your your own personal experience when things started to get dire yeah, you had to act, right? And so do you think that in my situation, you, do you think travel, you know, or do you just think like, you know, just shut everything off, shut down? What, you know, can you go deeper? Tell me again or go, go further because I've yeah. done a lot of this. I've done a ton of journaling. I've done a lot of digging deep. I've done a lot of healing, inner, you know, reflection, 
And, um, you know, again, it's now it's just trying to find clarity. So go ahead. Or going somewhere allows you to get out of an environment to get better headspace, then, then I think that that's probably important, right? I mean, I think it's, it's getting into an environment that you think is safe and that has no distractions and you can get clarity. That's the environment you should, you should go into to do that exercise. Right. But I think it's less important about place and it's more important about the outcome of what you want, why you want it and when you want it and getting clear, clear that. But yeah, if, if, if traveling and going somewhere it gets you to get into that headspace, I oh, you're in the matrix. Okay, you there? Uh, I'm here. Okay, I think the app is is interrupting you because I'm getting like a pop up. Like, are you enjoying the conversation? But could you could you just repeat what you just said? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay. No, I just said, yeah, I think get, getting to the right place, whether it's a vacation or getting the right headspace um, environment is, is super important. So um, if that, to do that, I would do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oops. All right, uh, guys, I'm, I'm over on time. So you'll have a wonderful Monday. Um, and uh, we'll hey, talk Dad. to you. Uh-huh. Hey, can you take one more question? Queen B has a question. She put it in the chat. Queen B, go ahead. Yeah, sure. Good morning, Judge. Thank you very much for the valuable information. I pop in the room late, but I have a question. You talk about how do you really get out of being stuck mm-hmm. and how do you help your young adult male in getting out of being stuck if you haven't had experience in being an entrepreneur or any of that before? Thank you. Yeah, yeah a great, great question. Um, again, sometimes you know, when, when we look at that is <clears throat> if we're trying to get somebody unstuck or, or motivated, we also need to look at the environment they're in, right? And, and are we as friends, family, parents, bosses, managers, whatever, are we enabling anything that's not forcing them um, to take a new level of commitment or to get unstuck, right? So sometimes we've got to do some of that self-reflection, right? So have we have we put them in an environment where, you know, they're not challenged enough or they don't need to get unstuck because they're comfortable, right? People typically start to get unstuck when things become uncomfortable and you never want that, right? Like again, the situations I was talking about, you, you hit rock bottom financially or you hit rock bottom um, physically, right? With your health, but those things put so much uncomfort that it gets them out of the comfort zone and gets them, you know, more committed, right? So I think looking at it, it, you know, what, what comforts are there and what could potentially be removed and then just working with them to understand, you know, what, what excites, what excites them, what, what motivates them, what, you know, what's going to force them into getting discipline. You know, everybody talks about, you know, I use my son, you know, my older son's example, you know, he's like, man, I want to, you know, play in the NFL. I said, well, well, that's great. But, you know, do you really know what it means to do that? And are, are you committed to the discipline that's going to take, right? So that's that would be my, my uh, counsel to you on that. 
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.